Garage Logic, broadcasting live from the office of the mayor above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake. Featuring the rookie on production, Chris Reavers, vice president of social media, and John Height in the newsroom. Now, the fireworks commissioner, flashlight king, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. I could live at 35, huh? No, well, you won't be for long. We're going to be three to five coming up here. Are, 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 uh, did I hear John Height right? Yeah. Yep. Start over. Okay, reset. Let me start over. Here we go. Yep. Did I hear John Height right? We're now, uh, we're not in the bullseye for the eight inches of snow. It has adjusted, so we are not in the bullseye. We'll get some, mm-hmm. but we're not going to get, um, what, do you, what are you, do you get socked with snow? Sure. Maybe sacked? No, that's Reavers. Socked is all right. Socked is okay. We'll accept that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's so one of those deals. Here we go. Tuesday. Here we go. Here we go. Boy, Christmas is just around the corner, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. yep. Better we- start my shopping. Week from yesterday. A week from yesterday. So if it's yesterday, it would be a week away. I like the pressure. Wait till the end. I'm going to go out Saturday, maybe Sunday. Go get her done. I just don't do the whole shopping thing. You got to get stuff. No, no. It's, <laughs> you know, it was pointed out to me in my home. It's taken care of. I don't really have to do it. Right. It was... I have no idea what's going on, who's getting who what, and there's some presents under the tree, and she kind of teased me a little bit and said, hey, you know who's getting that one? You know what's in that one? I said, no. She said, right, so you don't know anything about anything. Don't talk to me about the stress of Christmas. Basically, I was chastised for not... For doing your job. Participating. And then when you say, hey, what can I do to help you? Uh, Nothing. I'll, I'll just do it myself. Send me a bill. Here's yeah. why I don't shop. What? Uh, okay. You have a little mic trouble there? I am. Keeping I her am. up? Okay. Yeah. So I would love to go with you well, to Mall of America. I'll forget that. On Saturday afternoon. Oh, mother of God. Uh, I need a dress. Here, here's, here's why I don't. Here's why I don't shop. Yep. So I'm at the drugstore yesterday. Mm-hmm. Getting some stuff. Yeah, you got to get stuff. Yeah, I know that, man. Yeah. I don't need you to tell me that I have to get stuff. Well, I was gone yesterday, so I feel like I'm, I have to catch I up. I love at full Give string. you a little extra. <laughs> You're going to get extra today. Here we go. And I, I picked up uh, necessities that I knew perfectly well uh, wouldn't be expensive. Right. I had to get some to- you know what I had to Toiletries. get? Toiletries. No, you know what I had to get? Sundries. Yes, yes. Toothpaste, some shower spray. Yep. Boom. But then I... I... You wash your feet in the shower? <laughs> you don't, do you? You don't. What did you, you just wash... ask me? You don't wash your feet in the shower. You figure, no, I, I don't. You figure, oh. eh, they're going to get clean. Yeah. 
You know what? You confessed that to me one time. Why don't you take today off? Why don't you just leave? Because all you're doing is throwing me um, off. Here we go. You're at, you're in the shopping center. Oh What's going on? No. <laughs> and I get the sundries. But then I happen to find myself in the toy aisle. Okay. And I see something that would be very appealing. G.I. Joe with the Kung Fu grip? No? Uh, I gotta stop. God. I know. This is there just... are uh I, I happen to have, I can say this because I'm sure they're not listening. Right. I happen to have a very good set of walkie talkies. <laughs> And in very, and you're saying this in secrecy? How does, no, what? I'm admitting it publicly over the 100,000 watts we have. Yes. So is one in the bedroom and the other one's in the kitchen? No, they're or? kept in a garage door. They're good for CP motoring command. trips CP when you're command. taking a trip with the guy. Red Lava loves blue pepper. Red Lava loves blue pepper. <laughs> no. Okay. No, no, just you don't play with Okay. And uh, invariably, there are some young women okay. when they're over... They they uh, they hound me to produce those walkie-talkies so that they can then hide on each other and right. try oh, to call yeah, each course. other and the whole yeah. thing. And so I, I gathered from that that they really like walkie-talkies. Yes. So I'm in this toy aisle in this drugstore yesterday. And remember, the preface to all this is why I don't shop. Okay. Ready? Yes. So I see these uh, pink uh, walkie-talkies. Oh. Disney uh Sure, princess Models, style. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. And each package has two, obviously. Mm -hmm. But I thought, well, I can't I can't split it up. They each got to get one. Right. You know, so I got two of those, and then it, they require uh, nine-volt batteries. Some batteries. Yeah. has got that. So I had to get four of those. Mm -hmm. and, then on the, and then I got all that in my arms. And then I see a magazine I want, so I scoop that up. Hey, you, know, you don't have a cart or anything like that? A basket. No. Right. 82 bucks. What? I didn't pay attention to what, what these like things Like when are. you bought cheese yeah. at, at Lund's or whatever the, it was. The giant wheel. $82? So $82. And, and uh, what? Did really... you look at the clerk and kind of go, what no, else? I, you know what I think it is? I think those 9-volt batteries cost a lot. <laughs> Probably about three seventy nine. I don't know. Uh, so that's why you don't shop. Well, because I'm not careful enough. I'm not... Uh, but you're not impulsive. Well, this was pretty damn impulsive. That's what. But you usually are not when it comes to things like that, right? You're you're pretty calculated. No, with... no, I'm terribly impulsive. Oh, you are. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I've never purchased much, anything that wasn't impulsive. How much did you expect those walkie talkies? I, to be? I thought they were maybe five bucks, but uh, I guess they're pretty good ones. They must. Work. Well, yeah, yeah, they're probably solid. They're probably Cobra top, or something like that. Top of the line. Well, top of the line. Well, in any event... Oh, uh, I see. You didn't want to tell that because somebody might be... Uh, this I don't care. Santa might be listening. No, I said I can tell this because these two punks aren't listening. Got it. Gotcha. They, I would... Uh, I personally... Damn near, well, they damn near better like these, I'll tell you that. I, I think would, they will. I would pay good money to have a still shot of the mayor at the drugstore holding two sets of pink... Pink walkie-talkies. Walkie yeah, we're going to have... Uh, request the uh, the security camera feed from that and everything. In his... Have you seen this man? Two heaping arms. Then he has to dr lean over, risk dropping everything to pick up car and driver or mufflers today, whatever you grabbed. Yeah, what was the mag? What was the magazine? I'm not going to tell you. No, come on. No, it was car related. Mm -hmm. Open book here. Mm -hmm. Did you ever get tires? By the way, Kenny's still very worried. 
Yeah, we talked about you. Yeah. No, I checked the. Uh, I think there's still. That's not funny. Seriously, there's it's not still funny. there's still treads on there. Well, you know, your idea of there still being tread is different than somebody knowledgeable. You, in other words, you well, have yeah, no idea. Kenny has um, uh, treads that are brand new, and these things are like teeth on the on the road. Yeah, well, I'm not. I'm not in that. Well, it's winter. Yeah, there's still treads on mine. I've uh, been is this sliding. the red car? It's the 04 Yukon. Mm-hmm. Best purchase I ever made. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> but tell me this. How old are the tires? 04. 04? I think we got them in uh, 04. No, they've been changed. They've. Uh, I just wear I, you know, I, I keep buying new ones. They just keep wearing down. They're right. not that bad. Kenny was rain-manning it. Why do people go buy my car? I don't. That, I, But he's very concerned that they're not suitable and that you need to do something about it. They were fine. And he's, last, the, he's uh, the traffic guy. He would know. He's the traffic guy. Yeah, but I think he's taking a little bit too serious. When I uh, drove in the snow last week, they were fine. I was not sliding. Right, but we haven't had a real snowfall yet. No, and apparently it's not going to be as bad as we thought it was going to be. So, so you bought yourself another so, week. Um, this is house money right now, house time. Why don't you take us to break? I can certainly do that. All right. Uh, once I find my uh, button there. Joe Stansberry sent me an email called Today's Ray of Hope. Okay. Uh, He said, below is a Facebook post from a local musician and personal friend, Mary Jane Alm. I I certainly know that name. Who is or was a teacher at McNally Smith School of Music, which abruptly announced its closing. You're aware of that? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh... And the Facebook post reads as follows. What I witnessed today in the face of what one of my friends called the musical Titanic, that is McNally Smith, incredible faculty and staff showing up without pay to finish out the semester for their students and support them in any way possible, cleaning people and security guards showing up without pay to make sure everybody's safe and can get through the semester with some form of dignity, citizens bringing food to the dorms, restaurants and grocery stores, donating food for the students and the faculty, parking ramps giving free parking to McNally Smith people, other educational institutions delaying application deadlines for McNally Smith students, wonderful HR people and other staff who are constantly searching for the right resources to help displaced faculty and students, and on and on. I am so proud to be a small part of this beautiful community, and I can't tell you how much I love my students, past and present. I have so loved being a teacher, and uh, I think that gets the ray of hope. Here's today's ray of hope. During this Christmas season. Hey, I, I uh, found audio of you uh, shopping, by the way. All right. This, uh, very this, compulsive. Yeah, very. It's this, this is the security video. All right. Oh, I can give me have a half dozen of those Vulcan D10s and set my friend up here with the whole schmear. You know, clubs, bags, shoes, gloves, shirt, pants. Hey, orange balls. I'll have a box of those. Give me a box of those naked lady tees and give me two of those. Give me six of those. Oh, this is the worst looking hat I ever saw. Hey, looks well, good. You buy a hat like this, I'll bet you get a free bowl of soup, huh? Oh, it looks good on you, though. Uh, Ted Knight was so... You can't see it, but his his face at that point, just, oh, he's so bummed out. Uh, Bill Stein up in Aiken writes, while you were gone, uh, I guess they tried to do a live musical version of Gene Shepard's great Christmas story. No, that was Sunday night. 
Oh, yeah. I didn't. Uh, I heard about it, but I didn't see it. I saw a commercial for it, and with Matthew Broderick playing a smiley, wimpy old man, I knew right away that I didn't want to go anywhere near it. Evidently, I was right. Read the reviews. It was an absolute disaster. Political correctness at its worst. My favorite review said, I'm surprised they, that they didn't give Ralphie, instead of asking for a BB gun, uh, and ask for a doctor kit so he could do his own gender reassignment surgery. <laughs> Good luck and Merry Christmas, Bill Eastine. Uh I turned it on. Just Sunday, to see? Sunday. And, and I gave it 12 seconds because I knew right away it was going to be a musical. And I can't stand. There are very few musicals I can tolerate. And I could not tolerate Gene Shepard's A Christmas Story being turned into a musical. No. I didn't watch it. And apparently it was a horrible, horrible flop for Fox in the ratings. I mean, nobody Nobody watched it. Well, yeah. p- part of the beauty of the Gene Shepard Christmas story and movies are it, it's his narration. Well, That's not only, what makes it. Not only that, but I don't know about what Bill's referring to in the political correctness aspect of it because I didn't watch it uh, because it was a musical. Mm. And uh, that would not be a Gene Shepard's cup of tea. Mm-hmm. He was a straight shooter. Right. Uh, and hilarious. And... Uh, I, I recommend that everybody read all of Gene Shepard's stories. Ollie Hop Noodle's Haven of Bliss, when the old man packs them all up in the summer to go on vacation, <laughs> truly as good as Christmas story. They go to Ollie Hop Noodle's Haven of Bliss, some POS lake in Michigan where the it's just wonderful. Oh. It's just wonderful. The old man plans for it all year, and the and car breaks down, and oh. it's just a mess. You know. And there's just anticipation and letdown. And they get there, and the the cottage is just rains on them. It's just it's just wonderful. It's just wonderful. It doesn't sound wonderful. So apparently that was a big bust uh, for the ratings. Uh, in any event, it didn't uh, it didn't work for uh, for a Christmas story to be turned into. A music. What about the sound of music? Does that? I like that. I like okay. that. That was yeah. on, I think, yesterday. Yeah, uh, but I've seen it. Uh, I know how it ends. You know how it ends. I know how it ends. They make it into the. Uh, yeah, with the help the nuns, the yeah. nuns, garage logicians. They take stuff out of the Nazis. Well, they vehicles. took the coils out of the vehicles, right? And, the, and those evil Nazis couldn't uh, couldn't start it. Couldn't start the car, you know. And Rolf, you know the leases. Right. He uh, Is that leases. Liesel. 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 Yeah, Captain Von Trapp said, you'll never be one of them. Yeah. And that's when he blows the whistle and they track him down. Yeah. But did they get away? Really? You are 16. Really? Going on They 17. get away. Innocent I knew they got away. I don't need you to sing it. Okay. And I have an email from the Steiners. What happened to the wonderful lounge music you used to play when you played Vikings coach Mike Zimmer interview excerpts? I missed that. Loyal podcast listener, Jeff. Yeah, well, where, where, why haven't we done that? Uh, we still have it. I just... Um, have we not been playing Zimmer cuts? That's uh, a good point. We haven't been playing any Zimmer cuts. I, I don't... If there's... You know, if Johnny Height finds a cut where... We don't care if it's good. We just want to play the lounge music. Oh. All right. Well, well, when is, we is, is uh, Director of Social Media still in there? The Zim talked yesterday, and I know Johnny grabbed some audio from it because he used it for the ride. Well, what he used to use it on our show. The problem was, I think he spoke later in the day. Oh. Today's what, a day off? Today would be the... Well, well they might not, not, though, because they, they, play play, Saturday. Yeah, they play Saturday. And my guess is that they probably did not take the day off. What time is that game Saturday? 7.30 kickoff. We'll get extra pregame time for uh, for that one. Fans will be good and liquored up heading into Lambeau. 
still good. I'm, I've sat in that room, uh, you know, a lot. And uh, these guys have uh, have good conversation. Uh, they work good together. We've been mixing around the uh, you know, rotations quite a bit. That's what you're talking about. Yeah. Let's just make sure that uh, we play the soft jazz. Got it. When uh, when Zimmer comes on the air. Can't be good jazz, can you? Uh, I got to be on. really in the right mood. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm still a, just an old <laughs> rock and roll guy at heart. Mm. You know? Just can't shake it. Just can't. <laughs> well, but being a rock and roll guy doesn't mean you, you can't dislike no, jazz. No, I know, but okay. I prefer the old rock, uh, rock. I prefer rock and roll to virtually every form of music. Mm. Okay. But I'll I'll give classical a listen every now and again. I'll give jazz a listen every now and again. Okay. Uh, that's about it. Uh, the uh, the punk stuff never attracted you, did not, it? Not terribly. But you uh, like the um, the new age, mm-hmm. new age stuff a little. Mm-hmm. What do you, what do we call that? New age. Oh, okay. Uh, Wild play tonight at Ottawa, and uh, the Timberwolves won by a point last night. The that's Ottawas a- are pretty bad. They're. Uh, is this going to get us back in our winning ways? That doesn't mean anything. The uh, Wild are no different than the Ottawa's. Mm. The Wild are a very ordinary hockey team. Is something wrong? No. Yes, that do. No. God, I, I, I just can't. I got you, bro. Honest to God. Commencing garage logic segment number three. Here's John Knight in the newsroom. Thank you, Joe. This update brought to you by Robert W. Baird and Company. Sunny and 35 degrees. The Wolves, 37 points from Jimmy Butler. They beat Portland 108-107 to last night. Next up for the Wolves, they are at Denver tomorrow evening. Wild playing tonight. They're on the road. They will be facing Ottawa. The loon schedule for next season has been announced. Minnesota United starts the season with a West Coast trip to face the San Jose Earthquakes Saturday, March 3rd. Fans in the Twin Cities will get their first chance to catch the Loons at TCF Bank Stadium Saturday, March 17th, which is, of course, St. Paddy's Day. Oh, they, good Lord. That'll be fun, won't it? They well, play, it'll be uh, like 10 below zero, but yeah, it'll be they fun. They play the Chicago Fire on St. Paddy's Day. Uh, they'll also be the first to face the Portland Timbers uh, in the Timbers New Stadium. They're an expansion team. Uh, that to happen Saturday, April 14th. That'll be the first home game for Portland. If you want to buy tickets uh, for the 2018 home opener, you can do it now by uh, purchasing the home opener holiday pack or becoming a season ticket holder. If you do become a season ticket holder, of course, that means... You can get a seat in the new Alliance Field when they open there in 2019. I just drove by the site uh, three or four days ago. This, how is that stadium going to fit in that site? The uh, Snelling? Yeah. Off of 94? I don't know. They're piecemealing it together right now. It's Are they tearing down other buildings that are going to be? Yeah, they've already took uh, Midway Pro Bowl, Joanne Fabrics. Oh, no, not But Joanne the liquor Fabrics. store, Big Top, is still there. <laughs> Good. Yeah. <laughs> They're GLers over there. Yeah. It would remember though, even when they built Target Field, you drive by and go, well, "That's never going to fit." Yeah, right? that's a good point. Working on that's it, a so. good point. Uh, Chris, I think they probably have it figured out. Yeah, they got her. They got stuff. <laughs> News notes from today. Yeah, what if they went. Oh crap! Damn, this cup what is are we here. doing here? <laughs> a quarter of the field doesn't fit. <laughs> 
News notes from today. The head of the Minneapolis Police Officers Union said today that officers were heroic in shooting a man to try to stop him. who He was cutting his own throat last night with a knife at City Hall. The incident happened in an interview room at the Minneapolis Police Department, which is inside City Hall. Police Chief Madario Arredondo said yesterday the man was alone in the interview room when he pulled out the weapon and began harming himself. What, uh, what are you reading from? What, where, what is the source of this news story? Uh, from KSTP, Channel 5 Eyewitness News. And it uses the word knife? Yes. All right. Yeah. I believe, I also checked the Star Tribune story. I think they did also. They did also, yes. Yeah. Well, did, did you think it was virtually else, every or? other site uses the word an edged weapon. Edged weapon. Well, what the hell is that? We have a call into the coppers. Did they call back yet? Uh, Scott, no. Scott's I'm going to go to a tirade after back. the news. Got it. Officers shot the man after attempting to subdue him. He was taken to a hospital. Union President Bob Kroll said today the video of the incident will show the officers tried to de-escalate the situation before shooting. The man's condition as of this morning, not immediately known. It's being investigated by the Bureau of Criminal Apprehension, which investigates most police shootings in the state. The BCA said it would provide additional information, including the names of the officers who fired their weapons after initial interviews are finished and several officers have been placed on leave. The first Republican candidate has announced a bid for Democratic Senator Al Franken's seat in 2018. State Senator Karen Housley launched her campaign today for the special election to finish out Franken's term, which ends in 2020. Democratic Governor Mark Dayton's pick to hold the seat until the special election. Lieutenant Governor Tina Smith is also planning on running. Franken announced he'll resign amid a cloud of sexual misconduct allegations against him. Housley's candidate gives Republicans an option at a time when female candidates are viewed as somewhat of a necessity. Former Governor Tim Pawlenty, among the other Republicans who are thinking about running. Housley, second-term lawmaker, real estate agent for Minneapolis's eastern suburbs. She's married to Phil Housley, who's had a long NHL playing career and is now head coach for the Buffalo Sabres. The Star Tribune in today's front-page story did not say knife. It said the man began injuring himself with an edged weapon. Did it? Okay. Mm-hmm. I was uh, online. I thought it said knife. but uh, Maybe it's been changed. Yeah. But uh, Still, edged weapon. Well, we'll get to it. Got it. Yeah. Uh, looks like a respite from powerful winds have helped firefighters in California. They've reached 50% containment of that enormous wildfire, but officials are warning the uh, potentially uh, dangerous wind gusts could come back. Crews taking advantage of calm conditions were performing a controlled burn today to remove swaths of dry brush along the fire's northern edge. Captain Rick Crawford said we're going to take a lot of the fuel out of there. That way, when the winds come back, there'll be nothing left to burn. Residents near the city of Ojai could see new smoke from the controlled burn. Hot, gusty winds that caused a huge flare-up and forced more evacuations last weekend are expected to whip up again tomorrow. The fire northwest of L.A. has spread to about 423 square miles. That would make it the third biggest in the state since accurate records were started in 1932. The largest was back in 2003. The Cedar Fire in San Diego County burned about 427 square miles. One of the victims of that deadly Amtrak derailment in Washington state has now been identified a day after at least three people were killed and dozens injured when the train jumped the track south of Seattle. Pierce Transit confirmed that one of its employees, Zach Wilhoyt, was a victim of the crash and said in a statement its team was deeply saddened by his passing. Wilhoyt was a, con- a customer service specialist with the local transit agency. Bella Zinazar, a National Transportation Safety Board member, said it's currently unclear what caused the derailment. It's too early to tell why the train was going so fast. Sources say the train was going 50 miles an hour faster than it was supposed to in that area. A judge is sentenced to Massachusetts woman caught harassing her FBI agent neighbor 
to six months in jail. That's probably a good idea. The Daily News of Newburyport reports that Logan Little was sentenced in Newbury's Port District Court after pleading guilty to charges including assault on a police officer, disorderly conduct, and threatening to commit a crime. Police say the FBI agent looked out his window on Halloween and saw Little and her boyfriend with flashlights apparently breaking into his car and putting a large branch <laughs> across his driveway. The agent chased them down. The agent said Little's boyfriend said Little came up with the idea because she didn't like the agent. Yeah. Police, I'll get him. <laughs> police say Little became violent when she was arrested. We'll go through their car and put a big branch in their driveway. Yeah. This past weekend was SantaCon in Hoboken, New Jersey. Hoboken. Hoboken. Mm-hmm. What did I say? Sorry. Hoboken. Hoboken? Is that like Decatur or Decatur? Yeah. Right next to Waukesha. Chai Chai Rodriguez. <laughs> it's an annual festival where folks dress like Santa and visit lots of bars. Oh, oh my God. This year it didn't work out so well. Hoboken Police Chief Ken Ferrante called the total number of cuffed Santas Staggering. Why does Santa have vomit in his beard? Gross. <laughs> 17 folks were arrested. The chief tweeted that the arrest ranged from aggravated assault to drug possession. At least 55 people were taken to a local hospital during the roughly 16-hour gathering. <laughs> One 16 the, hours? Yeah. Wow. Uh, 22-year-old woman. Santa can't keep so, up. So huh? the event, John, is no more than uh, drunks wear Santa suits. That's correct. All right. Yes. Uh, well, there are bar crawls with Santa themes all over the place. I'm unaware of that. Yeah, we got one here. Hmm. It was last weekend. Is that, is that on the dating rung along with zombies? It <laughs> might be, but it's mostly you know people that are dressed up with the ugly sweaters and the we'll reindeer hats. And, yeah. Chief Ferrante tweeted, uh, how some try to paint this as a charitable event is absolutely laughable. A website for the event says participants are invited to bring new toys or donations to help a child in need during the holiday season. Prior to this year's SantaCon events in Hoboken, New York City. Hoboken. C- what am I saying? You Ho- keep saying Hoboken. Hoboken. Yeah. Hoboken. Hoboken, New Jersey. Like a hobo. I, yeah. You know what? This is another uh, bomb situation, I think, because I know how to say now it. Now you're going to go crazy, I'm just, you? No, I'm not going to be able to say it at right. all. You pronounce it as if it were a, a, a brother of a hobo. You're saying it Hoboken. almost like a Scandinavian. Hoboken? Hoboken? Really? Hoboken? Yeah. Hoboken? <laughs> All right. Well, prior to this uh, year's Santa Con events in that city in New Jersey, what's that city's name? God Almighty! You got a complex. Brother of a bum. Hoboken. 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 Hoboken, New Jersey. Hoboken, New Jersey. Waukesha, Wisconsin. New York City and elsewhere, New Jersey Transit, New York's Metropolitan Transportation Authority, which operates the uh, railroad there, issued drinking prohibitions that coincided with is this the still events. the Santa story? It is, yes. <laughs> I can't get one. past Hoboken. <laughs> Hoboken. 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 Yeah. Uh, anyway, a 51 non- I'm glad there's never been a bomb story in Hoboken. <laughs> oh, God. 55 non-criminal summonses for drinking in the street, public urination, and disorderly conduct from this year's Santa Com. Hoboken. I'm not mm-hmm. saying it ever again. Hoboken. I hope nothing happens ever again there because I'm not saying it. Former presidential candidate Jill Stein says she's cooperating with the Senate Intelligence Committee probe into Russian interference in the election. The chairman of the panel, Senator Richard Burr, told reporters that his committee is just starting to look at Stein's campaign. Stein had attended the same Moscow dinner in 2015 that former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn had attended. Stein rejected the idea in a statement last night that her campaign has colluded with Russia. She rejected the idea. She said she supports the investigations into illegal activity in U.S. elections, but she caught, uh, cautioned against the 
little oh god no i can't talk at all <laughs> against the turn that whole thing into politics political, yeah. yeah thank you yeah. sensationalism and collapse of journalistic standards a Vulcan. all right john really warm in here chris yeah. chris yeah. don't keep mispronouncing it that's that's tantamount to you trying to get away with a pun. He's on today. He's really <laughs> so watching. don't don't do it. Yeah. It's Hoboken, New Jersey. Everyone, that's what the way it's going to be pronounced. Hoboken. No, Hoboken. Give the accent to the first syllable. Hoboken. You're putting the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. See, he's doing it again. The games always end, but the discussion doesn't have to. Fifteen hundred ESPN. I really can't stay. Mama, it's going outside. This is about date rape. I've no, got lady, to go no. away. I said it's cold outside. My grandpa said. I wish yeah. I knew how. How cool is that? Yeah. Tickle to death that you dropped in. <laughs> to break this spell. You better break that spell. Oh, good. <laughs> My mother will start to Joe, worry. we're at 35 degrees. Mama was so okay. First of all, we got to turn down the music, the and then you got a sponsor. I do have a sponsor. I didn't want to interrupt Satchmo. Uh, I will tell you that Duluth Trading sponsors Dave's very important forecast, and they've got locations in Friendly, Fridley, Bloomington, and, of course, Duluth. Here nice. is Dave Dahl. 35 right now, Joe, heading for a high today of about 36, so we're going to climb up a little bit more. The clouds are starting to increase, increasing clouds overnight tonight, down to 18 above. Northwest winds at around 5 to 10. Tomorrow, some light snow developing, 26 for the high. We could get half an inch to an inch by tomorrow evening, and that may slow down the evening commute. And now on Thursday, it doesn't look like uh, we're going to get a lot of snow at this point, maybe one, two inches. That's uh, nothing. No, that's nothing. Just enough to be a nuisance. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, it could... Uh, altered travel plans a little bit southeast of us. I think eastern and northeastern Iowa through southern Wisconsin, they're going to get hit a little bit harder, especially on Friday. Uh, so if you do have relatives or people traveling towards Chicago, uh, that could be a little bit more difficult come Friday afternoon, Friday evening. But for us, just light snow and flurries and turning a lot colder. 26 on Thursday, Friday 22. Saturday, we're looking for partly sunny and cold and 10 above. Sunday, 6 above. And now on, on Christmas Day, it looks like we might get a little light snow or flurries, uh, but only six above for the high and zero by the time we get to Tuesday, the day after Christmas. Uh, so definitely the cold air is coming. It's just not as much snow accompanying that cold air. Um, once again, clouds increasing tonight, low down to 18. Currently, we're at 35, Joe. Hey, Dave, so does that mean that Green Bay is going to get drilled with snow on Friday or on Saturday? Saturday, it looks like they could get yeah, I think it'll be almost over, though, because the game's at 7.30, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think by that time the snow will be tapering off, but they're going to get Nuts. the cold. It's going to be windy and cold, hard to pass the ball for yeah. sure. All right. All right, thank okay, you. Okay, Coach. Yep. Yeah. Uh, John had in his Thanks, news uh, the story uh, yesterday of the fellow uh, that Minneapolis police officers had to shoot in an interview room uh, at City Hall after he was unable to be subdued and began to injure himself with an edged weapon. Mm. This is according to Minneapolis Police Chief Madaria Arredondo. And it just infuriated me. What the hell is an edged weapon? So I began to look. That's Minneapolis edge weapon. St. Paul paper. 
A man being interviewed by the Minneapolis police at City Hall was shot by officers after injuring himself with an edged weapon late Monday afternoon, according to Minneapolis Police Chief Madaria Arredondo. Uh, all the local news channels. Here's Fox 9. Uh, Fox 9. Did they use it too? Uh, it's yes. carefully worded. Chief Madaria Arredondo said the person investigators were interviewing was left alone in the interview room and began injuring himself with an edged weapon. Okay, what the hell is an edged weapon? Right. You mean a knife, right. Arredondo? What, what is the... Pro- what Other than a knife, what would an edged weapon? Did he take a, a, a leg off a chair and run it through a skill saw? What, what is an edged weapon? And why do we can't we speak English? Why can't we use words? Words mean something. Did the guy have a knife? We got a call into the Minneapolis cops. Yes. Why haven't they called back? It's not a difficult question. I don't know why Scott has not called us back. Scott who? Scott Soroka. Is he's he their a, spokesperson? He's their spokesperson. Well, what the hell is he doing? Maybe he's at lunch. Too busy to call back, huh? Well, I got I, I got his office and his uh, cell phone, both voicemails, so... Why do I let this bother me? It's uh, the be, Yuletide season. I know, but if it, if it were to be... Uh, uh, Why can't Arredondo speak object. English? Right. They said he had a uh, a pliers, or he had a saw, or he had a knife. Yeah, but if he had a pliers, Arredondo would have said he had a gripping instrument. Yeah, I don't know why they need to What is change. this BS? It's driving me crazy. It's like shelter in place. The public class is making up words. Or you know what this is? It's obfuscation. An edged weapon could be anything from a sword, knife, or in more recent. You think times, the guy walked in there with a giant sword or a bayonet? Alibaba. Okay, two points. Yep. Here we go. Uh, it got quoted as an edged weapon because reporters accurately, we hope, quote police chiefs. Right. That's why it got quoted as an edge weapon, because that's what the police chief said. The man began threatening himself with an edge weapon. What I want to know is, did any reporter bother to say, Chief, what do you mean by an edge weapon? Do you mean a knife? That would have been and your why, first question. And why can't you say knife? Oh, I, I guess I'm not putting my finger well enough on my frustration. Uh, Jim? Yes. You're on the air, sir. Uh, Joe, it, it, you know, quite obviously, it's just a catch-all phrase. But you got to realize, in training, there are all kinds of blades that uh, people will use against law enforcement. Anywhere from a razor blade to a machete. I've seen people with machetes. So I don't care. Tell me of- what it was. Don't give me this BS about an edge weapon. Five will get you ten. It was a knife. Well, sure, and usually it is a knife, but it's just kind of a, a, a catch-all phrase. That- well, I'm not buying it. It's the first time I've ever seen it used. I'm not buying okay. it. All right, thank you. Okay. I'm not buying it. Speak English, Maradona. What's his name? Meradando? Aradondo. Aradondo. Madaria Aradondo. He sounds like a shortstop for Cleveland. He does. It's a it's a very rhythmic uh sing song name, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Merader Mer Medaria Aradondo. Medaria Aradondo. But just tell me what it was. Don't don't 
Don't hide behind your bureaucratic mumbo jumble. Uh, okay. Joe? Hi, Joe. Hi. If you do get through to a police spokesman, you might also ask him if it's standard police policy to hurt somebody that's trying to hurt themselves. Well, if you read the story, though, the uh, the fellow uh, was uh, he he went he went for the police who were trying to subdue him. Ah, I did not see that. Yeah. Part. Yeah. All right. And wouldn't they have frisked him before they brought him in there? Uh, maybe that's why Edge Weapon is used to uh, to hide the fact that he was able to walk in there with a knife. I bet it was a sharpened belt buckle. Yeah, all right, thank you. God bless it, it drives me crazy. Uh... Mike? Joe, I'm right there with you, brother. But that guy, you guys kind of stole my thunder there. They don't want to owe up to the fact that on their watch somebody messed up. Hey, maybe they don't want to own it. They just right. don't, and if they owned it, people would respect them more. Right. But they don't. They want to sweep it under the rug. Right. Nobody wants to own it. Yeah, well, own it, Maradondo. I'm sorry, Aradondo. Aradondo. Don't talk to me like I just fell off a turnip truck right. with your edge weapon BS. Did the guy have a knife or didn't he? And speak English when you're talking to the people who pay you. Information, insight, opinion, analysis, 1500 ESPN. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Suchere. ESPN is KSTP, St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's 35 degrees. I have more to say on this. I just thought of something about Aradondo and his edged weapon. 